You're listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course, another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationships with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Pullin' Weeds Off Course. My name is Alan Knight, joined by my man Tim Krieger. Tim, how are you? I'm wonderful today, Alan. Thank you. How are yourself? I'm great. Myself is great. This is the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Hosted in the great office of Liberty today for your opening and closing. Yeah, we are here in Liberty. Beautiful office. Got the clock working again. Personalized chairs for Big Al and Brian Steeler. Yeah, it does say so. Tim got me. He's got new chairs around his desk, and he goes, "It's got your name on the back." Because I do always kind of sit in this one spot when I come in here, and and uh, I was getting ready to get up and look at my name, and he spun this other chair around. It's a lazy boy. Yes, sir. So uh, that all stems from our president, who said he wanted a personalized chair. So, um, based on some of the feedback and the way people think he's handled this year, it's kind of an internal joke because we all know he's been busting his butt. He and I spent more time <laughs> on the phone than probably any president, but. Um, yeah, we got him a lazy boy and sent him a picture of that. We did not tweet it, though, because it wasn't that funny. That's funny. But I guess the podcast is probably more exposure than tweeting, eh? I don't know. Depends. It could go viral. Nothing I've ever done has been viral. The most viralistic thing we've done is the retweet that led to this show. Yeah. You must have 100 retweets or whatever, oh, and we're yeah, going to start yeah. a second episode. And that thing, by the yeah. time I woke up the next morning... <laughs> That's when we learned Twitter and turf Twitter stops at about 11.05 to 11.10 Eastern right, Standard Time. Right, right, <laughs> Like most guys turn it off. But they are up again yes. at anywhere between 3 and 5 a.m., depending on which coast they're going to get up and start Twittering on. No doubt they're up early. What you got in front of you there? Man, I have got a box from one of our listeners, and it is from Mainville, Ohio. Okay. It says Daniel Francis on the top of it. And since I'm going to go hide in the woods for a couple days, he told me that I needed this before I left, and I have no idea what it is. Well, let's do it right now on air. You want to open it on air? Yeah. Oh, well, how about we do this? Let's just cut back to the opening. When we get done and we get ready, let's roll right into this episode with our boys uh, Kenny and Colby, and let's uh, see what we got here at the end. Howard Fertilizer, here we go. Live from Charlotte that day. By the way, don't park at Suite Z and think you're going to walk to their office because it's Suite C, and that's a good three-fourths of a mile down that one building. (laughs) Did they give us Suite C as an address? Yeah, you did, actually. And I said, well, I'll just park here because i got to go to the bathroom, you know, and I'll just walk down. And I got about 200 yards, and I looked up and saw a Z. And I said, oh. And I looked all the way down, and I never saw your car until I drove a good tenth of a mile. Yeah, so when I pulled in, I was like, huh. I just kept passing business after business, yeah. and I was like, yeah. I hope it's at the end down here. Yeah, and I, no, I parked immediately <laughs> as soon as I got in that lot. My bad. Let's go to, let's go to it's a big place, folks. Check them out. They, um, they make their own mini prills. Yes, sir. We are here today in the right fashion in Charlotte, North Carolina on 1500 Continental Boulevard um, with some good friends of ours and I would say uh, a historian of the Carolinas. So, um couple of our partners from Howard, and none other than Big Al. Say what's up, Big Al. I didn't realize we were walking into a store today. They didn't either. I know. I'm see what we'll walk out with. <laughs> what, what? Freebies. Why don't you see? Well, you got freebies already in the bag. Well, they did. Well, I do, too. They That's gave us because we ran out of logo swag. I know. 
We'll mail it to him. Why don't you introduce everybody? You want me to? I want you to. I'll take one. You take one? Yeah. I'll take Kenny Gilmore, the good-looking one. Okay. Well said. And I've got my man Colby Engel, who I'm going to Darlington with this weekend. That's right. Hold on. Good luck, my man. (laughs) Good luck. Hold on. (laughs) Moment of silence for Colby, everyone. We are at Howard. Don't let it rain, everyone. Sorry. What's the official name of this building? It's a warehouse. It's Charlotte Warehouse, Howard Fertilizer and Chemical. Charlotte Distribution Center. Charlotte Distribution Center. That's the CDC. Yeah. Yeah. Not the CDC. No, but for Howard, it is. And for anybody who's unfamiliar with Howard, what we got going on here? What do you sell? We are a full-line fertilizer and chemical supplier, as well as seed. Uh, We are custom formulators, and we represent pretty much all the major manufacturers. have been for years. Got any broken bags of seed laying around? We might have one that we'll just go out there and kick before you leave. Man, these are our new Hunt Club friends, Big Al. <laughs> Once right, they said seed, I was like, Chufa? Right up your alley. So. <laughs> Dude, you, uh, let's get a little history on you. Give us your golf background, your, your background. In, in well, basically, I had the good fortune of, of starting in 1990 with Wilbro, Harvey and David Williamson and Wilbro. Um, custom formulators of fertilizer based in the metropolis, metropolitan area of Norway, South Carolina. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we uh, we started working together and basically merged with Harold's in early 2000. And then Howard came looking to expand, and I joined them in 2012. So did you hear that I shot my mirror just south of Norway a couple weekends ago? Well, that, that's not an infrequent happening down in that part of the world. But, yeah, I mean, I wasn't inside the vehicle when it happened. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Colby, uh, something I learned while we were sitting here chatting, you're not a sales veteran necessarily. I'm not. I'm going yeah. on fourth, four, starting the fourth year. Uh, came from the golf side, so... Where'd you come from? Came from a bunch of places. Started in Hendersonville at Champion Hills. Uh, went to the surf club in Myrtle Beach when I was in college, and then made it my way to Ballantyne Country Club in Charlotte. So, via the Hooters tour, he did take about six years off. He played a little <laughs> bit on the mini tour circuit. Kept the family fed. Good. Yes. And if you hear anything in the background, that's the warehouse. Is it? Yeah, yes. that's Forklifts moving product back there. That's the seed going in. I was about to say the they're truck. probably loading your car up. Tell, yeah, tell what's 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 up? back up in here. <laughs> You weren't at Surf Club the same time Craig Harris was, were you? I was. Craig was the assistant, and really? I was on the crew as a grunt. I hear you, man. So. He, yeah, he came from Surf Club to Florence. Yeah, yeah. Why, why we always got to talk about Craig Harris? We don't. I just found that. I knew just because you lived with him and he worked with him? I just found that Weird interesting. Weird small world. That's crazy. It is a small world. It is a small world. So y'all didn't know each other through Craig then before this No. Time. We didn't really know each other until we played golf at Musgrove in the upstate. A couple years ago, yeah. At Musgrove Mill. Y'all won it, didn't you, going away? No, it was match play. It was me and Bulldog against him and uh, Jim, Jim, Jim Young. Young. Jim Young. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Nice. Good yeah. time. Kobe played good. We it was lost. hot that day. We lost. It was. <laughs> oh, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I love that place. We used to have some hunt club land, like, literally be back behind 4T. So I'd sit in the stand, and I could hear him cranking up in the mornings. And Yeah. It's, anyhow. All right, Beautiful. I'm going to throw a question at you. Okay. See, not See. really been asked before. Uh-oh. What's one of the most interesting things you've seen happen when you've been out visiting a superintendent? I mean, anything off the wall. Huh. Interesting is the key word I, And there. I'll put it in perspective for you. There was one time I was at Florence Country Club. I was a cart kid, and 
Scott Severance was a superintendent, and I went down there to get a drink out drink machine or something, or it was a snack machine, and obviously it got hung up. So I was rocking that thing, trying to get it to fall, and there was a, a sales rep out there with Scott in the wash pad, and he came in yelling hot at me, you know, like I was breaking the rule, you know, being the end of the world. But So you've never seen anything crazy? I have seen on two separate occasions submerged trucks where somebody missed a turn or forgot to put it in park and watched it roll into the lake. Uh, and that has happened on a couple of different occasions here. One at Colby's old establishment <laughs> years and years ago. All right, so let's clarify for everyone. Truck. Okay. So when I, I think truck, I think of my Silverado, right? A four-wheel drive pickup truck. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Or are you talking I'm about, talking about, about the truck? I'm, no, I'm talking about the superintendent's truck. He okay. forgot to put it in park, and it went into the lake because how many times have y'all buried those big fertilizer trucks unfortunately in some wet spots how crazy does that get well we have the we have the good fortune of having four-wheel drive trucks we've 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 created some uh, ruts and some sure. wet springs here and there sure but uh we've only had to be towed out once or twice golly because so. what's the tonnage on one of those things when you got it going down the road full too heavy <laughs> can hold four to five tons plus the weight of the truck yeah so. the truck the truck's about oh seven to eight tons and then with the fertilizer on you're looking probably 12 14 tons so but you got some serious compaction issues going on there well, we actually put out just slightly more weight per square inch than a golf cart does before with two players and two bags on it really with so there the is dis- there is a metrics on that the weight the weight dispersion is spread out so our our pounds per square inch is just slightly more than a golf cart do you have to get out and let the air out of the tires just before and like pump them up before you ride home or by hand you- pump yeah nice <laughs> that's why i'm so skinny <laughs> can you get the double barreled foot one please yes. like for the <laughs> for the tube if you could only sell one product what would be the one product you tell your your customers this is what you need sailboat fuel boat fuel sailboat fuel so you're telling me to buy bu- boat fuel no sailboat fuel wind <laughs> okay. it's no joke we played on a uh, salesman that came by our place a couple of years ago long well a couple years he's ago, still long time trying ago. To, he's like no i get wait, it now like, like, we made what, a what label octane is that colby yeah. what octane no is i that? get it i get it um that was a joke obviously <laughs> i got gotcha. Depends on how much of that you had the night before. That's exactly right. <laughs> what octane it is. That's the old brown bag reference, everyone. I'd say Polyworks. Polyworks? What is that? That is the newest technology, polymer coated fertilizer. And we're, uh, we have the good fortune of having uh, the ability to custom formulate. And that's what we specialize in. And so basically, take a soil test, make it to your specifications, put it on the ground. So when you say, custom specs that's cool like like i don't have to bat, buy a bag of 7 12 14 i can get a i'd like 13 1 and 9.3 well the 9.3 yeah it's a little bit more difficult but yeah we can do that i mean that's what, that's what you mean basically that's, that's what we've done the so whole, my whole career yeah fertility take, programs to need specific versus just trying to get a bag to go over an area exactly take the soil test see what's needed put the formulation together and and try to meet the agronomic needs, but also the budget. I mean, and we have fertilizers that'll last six weeks. We have fertilizers that'll last 16 weeks. And so, do you want to put out one application, have season-long control? Well, it's going to cost you a little bit more money, but you don't have the time and labor in it, and it's done. And so that's 
what so we back do. back to the Palisades. What do we need? Uh, <laughs> a soil test. I need to bring the soil test results. You, you need professional help is what you need. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too much of it. That's why I came to ask y'all. How come nobody's ever told us that before? I don't know. I'm impressed by that fact that you could... You could Did I break it down for you so you understood it? You totally. could just change the numbers on the bag, basically? Uh, yes, by, by all means. But... Uh, how long? This is ignorant. This is my ignorant show. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go right with it because i got a good one, too. How long has the coating been around? 20 well, years? Uh, the, the true polymer coating has been around since the late 80s, and Polyon was the first that sort of hit the market on a, uh, I guess, a retail-type basis. Okay. And uh, Harold's, Wilbro, there were about a half a dozen or so companies that, that sold Polyon when it first sort of entered the market in the early 90s. And that's just the coating, correct? And that's the coating. It allows for the time release. Exactly. That's what I was getting to. You can't really burn your yard too much with coated stuff, correct? Uh, Nothing is impossible, but you'd have to work very hard at it. Okay, but before, you had to be careful with any fertilizer before to polycoat it. Correct. I will tell you, in a couple weeks, the stripes show up very distinctly with some of that. (laughs) That is correct. That is correct. I was talking about my neighbor, of course, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely need to calibrate your sprayer if you're going out with anything with a time release. That's all I'm going to say. So what did you have to ask? That was my ignorant. No, how come I never knew that? Like, I've known you all for long time and i guess that just shows our side of the business in the ignorance right like because we don't i hate to say well, it but i don't i don't delve into the widgets right well I, you don't have the need the flat, flat you didn't have the for need it. for it you know sure. i mean basically you know it's just one of those things where for a small yard you know basically there's cookie cutter fertilizer now sure. you take what you need and and I, I do the same thing i go grab a bag and go throw in my yard sure uh, a broken and, one right yeah absolutely yeah i, I go out there with a key. I, I key it you know just like you do oh, nice. <laughs> hey man that bag's damaged we need to those get that out of Silverado here those keys without the rough edges those buck knives <laughs> fall out of my pocket every day oh wow okay no i'm getting it now so are there a lot of people out there that do that? There are a few. Harold's does it. We did it at Wilbro. That's what we specialized in, and and we do the same. Did the same thing at Harold's, and we do the same thing at at Howard. And and uh, you know there are others that'll do it, but we do it pretty much as a course of business, and have always done it as a course of business. And I think that makes us a little different in that you don't have to have a truckload to get a custom formulation we'll do it for you know basically four tons a fairway application or whatever and and that's the way we do our business or 12 years worth for my yard that's perfect <laughs> yeah, that, oh, you'll, you'll be you'll be good till retirement comes in and we'll we'll cash the social security check for you y'all might as well just put a truck at tim's cul-de-sac and let him pick it up and do it when he needs it just cover it so we no, do deliver to greenville spartanburg i i I pick up. When you pick up, that's even better. <laughs> I pick up. Well, you're right. up and down 77, I bet, quite often, so just swing on by anytime. Oh, yeah. No, but so. We'll set up an account for you, no less. But here. I thought we already got one with today. And that was, <laughs> that's why we're here. I was about to you say. actually moved to the VIP account list. I mean, I brought the liquor to the, the greasy account, boys. That ain't because I didn't have a well, hat. We just got to get the delivery address now. <laughs> oh, well, that's easy, but it don't come with a pre crate credit card on this online oh, site that's I'm free, sorry. okay? No. I'm um, sorry. But seriously, so I guess. That's why y'all are distributors too, right? And so you have, do you carry other products that you distribute, other vendors? Absolutely. All the and main so manufacturers, chemicals. Yeah. And so that you have the opportunity, like when you go on site, right? Yeah. If a guy needs something just right now, we just jump it over here. But in terms of programmatic, we're going to build something. We work together long term. Then you can customize these things for, you know, programs throughout the seasons, et cetera. But yet you've got all this other 
already on the shelf four twelve four whatever it may be absolutely mm-hmm. gotcha yeah we ha- we have we have relationships with most of the major manufacturers Bear, Syngenta, BASF, Corteva, New Farm. I mean, so we Do you hear all those. I did, but everyone except the one that you walked in the door with the other day on your face. I don't know. Okay. No, that we'll get. That, I'll get it as to well. We may represent them too. I may have missed someone in the in the equation. Look here. Look here. All I know is when Alan sent that note out, I yeah. said, make sure this is on the dash when you go walking in the door today because I ain't going to screw it up. <laughs> now, I had an embarrassing moment with Colby earlier this week oh, okay. on Monday. We were meeting about the Carolinas Conference commercial oh, okay. at Columbia Country Club. And I was also – I double booked myself. I was covering a women's golf event, and he was heading out of town, so it was a good spot to meet. And he and I have talked, and the tournament's about to wrap up, and I'm going to follow the COVID protocols and put on my mask. And I just happened to pull out a Helena's mask – or Helena's mask, so – and I said, they're not a rival or competitor. He goes, yeah. I said, man, I'm so sorry. I had just gotten it like the other day. And That's all right. It, so it was on the dash. That's all right. There you go. Hey, you know, whatever the swag is, right? That's right. I'm just glad you were safe in today's times. Thank you. It's all about safety. It is about it's safety. Yes. And now coverage as we roll into September. Hence why Tim just brought me a camouflage. There you go. Yes. Mask. But going yes. back to your question about the major manufacturers, the ability to sparge Ronstar or Pendamethalon or – dimension or a celeron or barricade we have that ability and we have the different labels so we can not only do a custom formulation on fertilizer but we can also put the pesticide on it and double do a double whammy as far as fertilizer and so pesticide wait. together and pre-merge mm-hmm. so i can put a, a pre-merge and a fertilizer in one bag absolutely yeah, screw absolutely. it all up at one time absolutely, absolutely. We can burn it up to a crisp. And come back with an insecticide if How you really want to mess with it. How small are your distribution vehicles? I've seen the ones on the Twitter machine. They're, would you say, 8, 7, 8, 9, oh, 10, 12 no. to 13 tons. Do you have, like, the 50-pound human spreader guys that come around and do it? <clears throat> it's called the back of Colby's truck. <laughs> hey, for 18 holes and a couple of drinks, we'll come push spread. Oh. Call Craig Harris. We can play golf in the afternoon, spread in the evening. You pick the course, I'll show you the spot. <laughs> Craig, I think Craig's one of the few superintendents who is not managing his yard at the moment, so he could bring in another. Yeah, absolutely. We, okay, let's just put it out there, Craig. You never listen, so I can talk about you. True. That's why you live in an apartment. Okay, uh, we all still know. <laughs> and when you move out of that and you go big time in your condo, it will have a, it will not have a yard. Go ahead, Craig. So I have a question about your trucks. Your your, what do you call spreader it? trucks? Spreader trucks. Mm-hmm. Four wheel drive. Yeah. No, 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 no. But how you you quoted the tonnage that can go in there. Mm-hmm. Will that cover everything wall to wall? Will one truck? No. Well, yeah, if you're only spreading 40 acres at a 200 pound spread rate, sure. Right. But, but most guys do wall to wall, which is 100 acres, 120, 130. So you may have to fill up three or four times. Okay, but you've got a product on site to fill that truck up. Come in the 2,000 pound bulk bags or 1,000 pound bulk bags. Gotcha. So, yeah, I've got a crane to lift it up, cut it. We can turn and burn in about 15 minutes and head back out to the golf course. Wow. You ever seen one of those things full of acorns? No, that'd be interesting. Dude, we loaded one of those in the bed of my buddy's truck in the back of a utility cart to take him to the hunt club. The cart broke in the trailer on the way there. I didn't realize how much acorns weighed in one of them sacks. That's a lot. You didn't really like this guy at all, did you? you we left, that was Craig Harris's place in his cart. <laughs> those are actually from Riverside a couple of years ago. All right. All right, do you, does your trucks put down the foam stuff? They're GPS-based, so okay. we can use the foam, but a lot of times he's looking at a screen, and it's right. GPS. So when he goes to the course the first time, it maps it out. As he returns the next spread or five years from now, he's got the course mapped out. And 
basically nice. follows. So the driver is a key role in this whole program. Absolutely, and we got two of the best. And they they have relationships with the supers. I assume they're on site, and so they get to know the guys. And most of the time, these guys are spread so often that they can go out there and they'll say, "Hey, you know, how you had a little bit of rain? How's number four? Is that wet area over sure. beside the fourth green still?" Stay away from that, yeah. if you will. And, and so it's, you know, and especially in today's world with a lack of labor, we used to have guys ride with us, and we still do, but a lot of guys just send them out and say, hey, let us know if you run encounter any problems and or watch this creek or watch that low area. But how close can you get with that thing? What's it throwing, 60 feet? Yeah, usually between 48 and... 48 and about 54 to 56. So you're staying outside size. any of those watershed areas or any of them restrictions? That and greens. And I mean, we usually get within a pass or two of a push spreader around the green. So And that's where you come in with the truck? That's where I jump out and... and Really? My slim with the earth. No. <laughs> I just want to make sure he's got enough practice when he comes to Greenville. Hey, have you seen this investment right here? Yeah, you look good, man. Got to protect it. Get Johnny Five on that real quick. So, how's it been post COVID world? It's not post COVID world. Well, I'm sorry. How's Holy it? crap, Alan. Not post COVID. We wore a mask in here today. Man, come to Howard Fertilizer and we end it all. <laughs> we're back, we're back to normal, boys. Standing, at, standing around. No, I didn't not. know the elections were over. Here we go. <laughs> this is the September edition, Alan. I approve this message. This is the November edition. Eh? All right, we're going to air this one in November for sure. How uh, how has it changed since COVID has hit? I'll say that. Don't cut that out, please. Well, obviously, you couldn't see people for a while. They still can't. Well, basically, we we had a little slowdown the end of March or April as people were digesting what they could do and where they were. We had a couple of golf courses that closed, not not knowing what they were going to do. We didn't really lose any spreads. We had some that were delayed by four to six or eight weeks, uh, but we made up ground basically in May and June and July for a lot of guys. Uh, so we have maintained pretty well. The end of March through April was just so uncertain, and a lot of people just said, hey, I want to hold off. I'm not sure we're going to do it. And we, we don't know. At that time, nobody knew if the golf courses were going to be open or closed. Sure. So it was, it was just a, a question of will we be open, will we be operational. And so we, we, we had a slowdown, but we, we picked up. And we're, we're about flat, to be honest with you. We're off to a great start from October through the – about the middle of March, we were we were going great guns, and then we had a little bit of a layoff, and now we're about flat with where we would traditionally be. So I would call that a win in today's world. What about manufacturing on that side? So, like I know in some other industries, because of plant closures, because of components coming in, etc., are you guys having any challenges with your customization coming out of plants or anything like that? Or we have not had any problem with our plant because we have our own plant and our own staff uh, I think there were maybe a couple of situations of getting some raw materials Correct, yeah. but but that was just a temporary thing that seemed to rectify itself fairly quickly Good. so we we really didn't experience much of a slowdown now you go to Florida so much of the Florida business is tied into resorts and hotels and they took a little bit of a beating down there and then the ag business because of the lack of restaurants and opening that the ag business in general is not done well and so our ag uh, fertilizer has probably been off a little bit more but our our lawn care guys they're tearing it out of the frame because so many people doing home mm-hmm. projects well, yep. they are they are doing great 
golf is about flat and the greenhouse nursery took a beating early and they've snapped back in a big big way now too because of again the people doing their own home lawns it's now. like me wanting to grow my own lettuce that's, Hell yeah. that's I mean, exactly yeah, right I mean, i'm not i'm not worried exactly. about we haven't broached growing your own lettuce yet we haven't talked about that oh you didn't see my garden Personally or publicly, no. Grow either. your own. That takes on a whole new meaning now, doesn't it? Oh, it does. I even got organic, pictures of that. Organic. Y'all got a permit for that, too? Oh, wait, that's that hat. Yeah, that's right. They do. All right, let me go. I'm sorry to do this. Go back to the make your own customization bag, okay? Do you continually get samples? Because somebody can – do you see that the right mixture could solve a problem, and then all of a sudden they need a different mixture for that area from going forward? Absolutely. I mean, weather – predicts a lot of that that's why you do yeah. soil tests regularly every mm-hmm. six 12 months mm-hmm. because it is going to change i got you and you are going to have to change it up and yeah depending on where you are i mean in south carolina you have more sandy soil so it's more apt to change a little bit more rapidly up here with the clay soils it, it holds in the soil a little bit better so it's less likely to leach is it red or gray mostly red clay around here too. red clay yeah. is, yeah. is that's what we got too. and that's that's probably the toughest thing to grow on in this area is it not it's close to concrete in my opinion pretty holds close water pretty good for I mean, elevators well if you mix sand and clay and water and bake it you call it brick and so yes it can be quite challenging <laughs> at times <laughs> the whole dry jack wet jack is a real tough one when you come in there go every other row alan go every other row that's funny yeah Oh, yeah. Huh. You talk about a surface firmer. I want to give Colby a chance to answer. Well, hold on. Before we go any further, I got a question going okay. back to the uh, the COVID stuff, right? So, like, what's y'all's footprint? We haven't covered that. Like, are y'all regional? Are you national? Are you selling overseas? I mean, we haven't really kind of given y'all a chance to tell everybody where, where you are. I mean, we're here in Charlotte, so we assume the Carolinas, right? You sell outside the Carolinas? Based out of Orlando, Florida. So the mother ship is down in Orlando where all the plants are. Got a couple, two plants. Got a liquid plant as well. Um, we have a warehouse in Atlanta, and we have a warehouse here in Charlotte. So we cover Florida, obviously, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Eastern Tennessee, Virginia, and maybe a little Mississippi. Yeah, and we do send some stuff overseas here and there. Uh, all of that's handled out of Florida for the most part. But that's all golf, correct, that we're talking about? Or is that ag included in that same uh, it's, footprint? It's, it's all. Anything. It's so all. your ag footprint's the same roughly Absolutely. as where your team is? Yeah, we're a southeast. Is. We're a regional company. Okay. We are strictly a regional company for the most part, and it's the southeastern region. But um, I can use it in my whole yard. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Just the front. Sorry. <laughs> and I know, Colby, you also deal with sports turf managers, correct? Yes. Because I know, and I didn't know this, but they have their own conference prior to your conference, Myrtle Beach. Same time. Okay, same time. time. I used to share the same show. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Well, hopefully not. No, it's not. It's all good. But I know you've had to work that and come on over to Absolutely, Mm -hmm. Right. They do. Actually, it's on the same time, so the vendors go up the road and then come back. Ours is later in the day. And it's growing. Doing well, too. Yeah. It's a good organization. They've come a long way. Good, good. Good leadership. In fact, we met with all those boys earlier this spring. I went over to the ball field and saw um, Greg Mm -hmm. downtown in Greenville. Mm -hmm. Um, Greg Burgess, whose dad, Mike, used to work at Toro, um, STI up here, Mm -hmm. right? And he's now got his own um, spiritual following, I guess. Mm -hmm. He's he's created like a faith-based, if you will, church. Um, and so his son is the uh, the field director. I don't know what do you call that director of grounds for the well, Greenville Drive for the baseball stadium, stadium gotcha. in Greenville. So we went over and saw him, and then Bruce Suddeth, who's over mm-hmm. at USC, mm-hmm. and then Clark Cox, who's the director of all the grounds at the University of South Carolina in Columbia. That's who we talked about the other day. Wasn't yes, it? Clark down at South Carolina. So we yeah, well, I mean we got good relationships with all them boys. In fact, okay, Clark and. 
Tim Flanagan, Tim, the assistant who used to work over at Forest Lake, is now the one who's running the golf center. Right. Who works right. with Clark, and that's the one I'd suggested we get up with and talk about. Yeah. And, and have on as yeah. well. Yeah. I think Timmy would be a good guest. He would be absolutely. Good absolutely. My question, I guess, is for those. You're Clark Cox. Does he cover every field? Is he doing practice fields? He's ahead of all athletic grounds at okay. South Carolina. So anything that has turf, he, he pretty much covers. And he's got his crew that does a lot of it. But right. But he's the forefront. Like a superintendent would be on the golf side. But he's not doing the necessarily the um, the walkways into the campus buildings. And no, that's that. right. There's a grounds totally crew separate for yeah. those areas. Gotcha. Only sports turf. Cool. And that golf. Well, you said Flanagan's handling the golf, correct? Yeah, this is your own unique facility right there. Have you ever seen so, that? I haven't that been that day. We need to go record up. there. South actually. Carolina's got a beautiful golf facility. Set Very that nice. up for next week. You want me to? The ninth or the 10th like we were talking about? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. It's in your backyard. Yeah. Oh, why not? Yeah, it'd be easy. It's right behind the Steve Spurrier I could probably indoor get there. facility. The best part about it is it's the same amount of time for me to get either way, but I don't have to deal with traffic when I leave there like I do here. Did you have to see this? But this you don't have to leave. Can't you just stay? It depends on how this, the warehouse smells and how good the pillows are. <laughs> this location's a breeze for me, just 77, barely into Charlotte. You yeah. had you had to navigate Charlotte? Well, I mean, it's the south side of it, and I'm coming from the west, so I, I can you. skirt around it and deal with 485. Or Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It yeah. is what it is. Uh, this is one of my least favorite places to drive, I will be honest. It's it's a step behind Atlanta, but right. it's, 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 it's getting there. Do you live in town? I live on the east side of Charlotte. That's where you've and, always in, lived? In the booming metropolis of Mint Hill. Mint Hill. M-I-N-T? Mm-hmm. Is that close to Indian Land? Yes, it is, as a matter of I fact. I think I've seen that, actually. Yeah. The Indian Land South Carolina, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I live. Indian Trail. Right. I'm sorry. You said oh, Indian Land, Indian sorry. Trail. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be I confused with that. the Indian Land. It's home of Colby Engel. Home of Colby Engel. And Daryl Ewing. Daryl Ewing. I, I live right across the street. Daryl's our board member. He's at the golf course right there. Where yeah. Wait, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Daryl's in Indian Land? Yeah. He's the superintendent there. What's the name of that golf course? Carolina Lakes. Sun yeah. City. The I played it when course. it first opened, like within mm-hmm. six months of it first opened. I haven't been back since. You should call him and go see him. You work for him. I, ha- I thought he was in the mountains of North Carolina. No, he's it's, 15 it's, minutes down the road from here. It's a pond hill. Well, wait a minute. Traffic. <laughs> he's 45 minutes away from here. Yeah, look, look what time it is. <laughs> uh, they, the time of day makes a big difference around here. Yeah. So do you, is this this where you come to work every day? Or you work? I mean, no, we work out of home. Forget COVID. I mean, what's, what's normal? I mean, you calling on customers? or? Yeah, we work out of our house and out of our truck, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I come over here to pick up something. We had several guys with the amount of rain we had this week who needed some sort of emergency supplies. And so we've made some deliveries, if you will, sort of spontaneously. But, you know, I rarely come over here unless it's just – to see the guys or to like you only got cubicles here where you got to turn into or none of that crap at all we we work primarily from home in the truck there'll be times where we don't come in here for two weeks but then they'll be just make your numbers and move on boys do you keep do you keep that nice spiral bound carolina's gcsa directory on your dash do you know how that works how it just stays open for you now well you got kenny's mind it's all right here (laughs) me yes i do it's in my backpack Did the spiral bound help? Well, yes. You, you came into the industry after post spiral bound, so you never saw the fold open one. That oh, I did. Used to complain about that would. Oh, I did. You couldn't fold under. <laughs> but but back then, the I didn't care who was in that book, right? Yeah. Right. He just used it. That was when he used it to say, "Hey, Bob, I see, I see yeah, two time after three. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm, I'm bringing the fam down, or me and the boys are coming over, and that's great. It's all Craig Harris's fault, by the way. He's the one. <laughs> But he did teach you to call first, unless you go with him, and then he don't call first, and everybody gets in trouble. Yeah, I'm talking about oh, you that again, Chris. Was he on that trip? He set it up. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> okay. See, here we go again. Yeah. That's a whole other off-road right. course. I'm going to put you on the spot. Bring it. Favorite course in the Carolinas to play? 
That is on the spot. You might want to hit pause. Let me think. No, um, no, 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 no. All right, favorite. here goes Charlotte Market first. If you got to play every day, where would you go play every day? All right. So mountains. <laughs> <laughs> mountains. I'm going. Uh, well, I'm biased. I love Champion Hills, where I started. Okay. But I would also go up and play Wade or Mountaintop. Have you played Trillium yet? Yes, a long time ago. You didn't like it? No, it was great. They're just. I love There's it. not a bad mountain course. Tell me a bad mountain course. Mm. Exactly. Mm. And I'm from there, so I'm biased. Back to Charlotte. I'd probably say Quail Hollow because of Quail Hollow. Um, good folks over there. There's so much good golf. Are you playing honest. anymore? I'm starting to play a little bit, but it's uh, – it's been a painful uh, entry back into the golf business. Uh, my my swing is like not physically painful, mentally painful. Well, it is a little physically. <laughs> I didn't play for like almost fifteen years. Yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, you know bad back. I I, I I can play six or eight and ten holes, and then it starts getting a little weak and sore. It. So it's sure. a funny story. My first sale for Howard Fertilizer was actually getting Kenny to play golf again. How'd it and work? The sec- and the second sale was getting me on Twitter. <laughs> those are the those are the hey, requirements. Like that's hard customer. stuff. You get somebody that hasn't played golf or been on Twitter before to actually start. Can we talk about, about who those customers were that engaged that? Bet <laughs> or that? No, it was just driving down the road one day. I said, "Why are you not playing golf?" I said, "Well, we got to start playing golf." He said, "Why are you not on Twitter?" What's he said, Twitter? You, he said, "You gonna make a sale and I'll do it." <laughs> no, yeah. So I called Tim Krieger, and he bought a bag of seed. <laughs> and here we are. The best part was is Kenny had kicked open that bag. We talked about it the day before, and it was a really good price. Yeah. But seriously, back to the chufa. Um, we can do a custom blend of seeds, too? Or is no. this just no. fertilizer? No. Oh, he said no. Oh, no, no. Focus on what we said. I mean, sure, we can cut open three different types of bags and pour them all together. <laughs> it's sort of like your home brew, you know. We can, we can make anything you want. Just no guarantees on the end You result. can get apple pie and cinnamon, sure, buddy, but yeah. it's going to be mixed together exactly in the third right. mason jar. You want to whopper in the big bag? You want to make sure who the mixologist is, whether they've been before or after. Mm, nice, nice. I want to know, with your years of experience, what piece of advice would you give up in coming superintendents? I think just be involved uh, more than anything else. I mean, there's a wealth of knowledge and information out there, and, and I think with what's happened with the educational side of it, the research is going on, we are blessed to have the major manufacturers, uh, BASF, Bayer, Syngenta right here in the Carolinas. You've got two of the leading institutions with State and Clemson plus UT and Virginia Tech are doing great work. So there's there's a lot of ways to connect and there's a lot of great information right here that you can utilize. So I would just say be involved and, and, and make sure you, you stay in tune with what's going on around you. This is where Alan gets to yell at Kenny when we Not at all. That was great advice. I was about to put my hand down, but <laughs> I didn't should've. want him to get mad. You should have. <laughs> Not hey, at all. What did we tell you? One thing, Kenny, before we get started. There was We're all friends here. We can talk about this now. Don't bang the table. No, you're good, man. You're <laughs> my good. man was emphasizing with his hands. I love it. That's the same way. I have to, look I'm what there. I have to do now. I'm trying. I've, I've got my hands crossed now. He's my, about, my, to, do, wait, my he's about to do the superstar. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he knows it. That's on video. He's my guy. That's, Johnny uh, Five. Nice. See, we just took away from that point, though, just by the table banging. That was a great point he had. What did he even say? Be involved. You got all this stuff no, going I'm on. Kidding. No, okay. we are. We're blessed. And I would go right with that. And I tell you, um, you know, it's interesting being involved with the Carolinas, right? I mean, we provide a lot of mm-hmm. services. Um, and so I had no idea until even being employed here the amount of camaraderie brotherhood in the networking right and i think that's where when you say get involved right it's like get out of your own hole Mm -hmm. right don't just go to work every day and realize that you have a network around you that whether you're attending association meetings or just showing up for the cookouts that y'all provide or things of that nature which by the way we still need to talk about too because as a non-red meat guy i mean you could bring a couple shrimp for me, but anyway, well, no, we do. You just got another right people. Oh, God, <laughs> we're out, we're gotta, out of Florida. You got to come to the cooking station. It doesn't oh. come out. You got to come to the cooking oh, station. Oh, I need that's, to just bring an apron. That's where the beer is the coldest and the shrimp are the, <laughs> are the warmest. That's right. The beer is yeah, the coldest yeah. and the shrimp are the warmest. That's right. So you know what we're talking about at all? Where they where they go grill like. I just have to say it. My man Wally grilled for East Lake yesterday. So the, yeah, they'll go to like do an association meeting and like so after the meeting or whatever, you know, they'll go partner up and cook, right? Like hundreds of steaks. Okay. Well, not hundreds, but a hundred plus, right? Or potatoes, or yeah. you name it, like full on meals. We've we've served anywhere from one hundred fifty to two hundred twenty at our cookout at Myrtle Beach in the past five or six years that we've been okay. doing this that year. Well, what's, actually, what's your annual steak output? Oh gosh! I hate. <laughs> How much meat you pushing out of here? <laughs> we push a lot I'm of meat around. Fertilizer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but they take care of the crews, and I think that's what's so cool, right? Is that they're not just engaging the customer, right? And they're building those relationships, and that's what we talk about, right? It's it's the networking, it's the people, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm a marketing guy, and it's all about branding and leaving your mark. But when you can go in, you can provide a service for someone, right? Right. Like to me, from an association exec standpoint, that's got just as much value to our members as us saying well send us a check for x and we'll put your sign up yeah well hell i mean that didn't that's the win-win for everybody right there right right so anyways it's just it's greatly appreciated and i think unfortunately sometimes not acknowledged as much or known out there in the industry as many like i say stakes you've served because it's in the thousands or tens of thousands i would say even within a year. Well, wow. and if you look at our crew, you'll see that we're pretty adept at eating, so we, we don't mind. <laughs> look, I, I'm not trying to go there, Kenny. <laughs> we're trying to be polite. That's why I was wondering if um, Colby got that hat by cooking the whale's part. No, okay. I didn't. Okay. Uh, no, dude, that, that's, that's hours and hours of blood, sweat, and tears for Do you understand who he is on that crew? No, I don't. Oh, like he's one of them, like you got to get orders from, dude. Like he's almost one of Kobe the people is? who's going to start. Sp- yeah, he rides a mower. I was, I was about to say, I'm assuming it was non. Hey, there, there was, a lot, like there was a lot of rough fluffing, a lot of pine needle <laughs> blowing and throwing for years to guy, get to that point. From a squeegee guy in the morning <laughs> to a divot filler in the afternoon who got promoted to backpack blowing on day seven. Right. I got a lot of respect for the guys who get to hop on something in the morning and like they just do that little staggered thing, man, and the dew goes away and it looks perfect and we go blow. Bunker raking and rough fluffing, right? <laughs> I ain't even got to the fluffing stages yet. I mean, you guys are either that or Shane and Keith looked at my belly and they're like, that dude ain't walking nowhere. <laughs> Keith looked at me and he's like, you're not fluffing me this week, Craig. Get on the rake. <laughs> So uh, you do definitely. Big time. I He's didn't big realize time. he actually helped there. I was just yeah. We, oh, we, dude, yeah. Howard Fertilizer is a big sponsor. Good. I mean, he did as it before is. he worked for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As yeah. a superintendent, I mean, he'd go over and volunteer the whole week. A lot of local guys go over there and volunteer for the week, but uh, then go back to work. Right. Do the AM/PM shift. Yep. Working between back at our home course. That's cool. 
Stop. I just stayed in the hotel and slept in between shifts and had to hope Steve Sheets never showed up in the room. <laughs> I don't know if you can answer this question or not. The coating that goes on the fertilizer, can you choose the color of that coating? Well, we've chosen gold as our color for Polyworks, okay. but the answer is no. Okay. Uh, you, you know, once you do that, you sort of incorporate it into the monomers, if you will. And so, like, with Polyon, it's green. We've chosen gold as ours, and uh, I guess the Galaxy 1 is gray, black, if you will, from uh, the Simplot side of things. So, so you couldn't do a hot pink if you wanted just to be flashy? You could do a hot pink, but... Uh, you better you better have a big wallet because this is going to cost you. <laughs> Are you paying for color now? You could pay for color, but uh, not, you you don't want to go there. Gotcha. That's tractor trailer loads. I'm just, but it's still an option. Like I've lost like four different questions I had about what you just asked him. And what's a monomer? Well, that's what the polymer coatings are. It's combining monomers together, and then they form a, a solid coating that wraps around the fertilizer pool. And that's that's the way Polyon works. That's the way the Galaxy and the and the Polyworks work. Is basically you just keep combining those, and they form a a layer around the prill, and the coating thickness determines the longevity of the release. And gotcha. so a thin coating releases fairly quickly, and coat it thicker, it lasts. 16, 18 weeks or more. And that's what turf beard stuff looks like, baby powder. Right. And then exactly some of the right. other stuff looks like gold nuggets out in your hand. Yep. But it's almost yeah. like, like if you could pan for some of the stuff that you guys are putting out there, like we'd be rich, right? Like, oh, I mean, absolutely. That's right. Yeah. It'd look, it'd look real good. Because I'm laughing, man. Because I'm an example. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. I've done the panning for gold. Gold rush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you with me now? Oh, yeah. Mountains, yeah. So, gold. What? Why? Well, when matches we, better into the ground, you can't see it. It releases better. Well, and, and when we started out. this concept, it, the thought was is we could do more things with it from a branding standpoint, sure. as far as gold, the gold standard, standards, standards you know, uh, championship gold medals, and uh, we we've really never done anything per se with that but the thought was is we would be able to do it and the other thing we wanted is we wanted it so that it didn't stand out in bunkers quite as well so we wanted to do something that wasn't quite as that's genius as is noticeable and as the in pink bunkers. prills he wants polka dotted bunkers is all i'm seeing <laughs> orange grass with pink fertilizer you know and not then pink. the three kids come in there thinking those are the dipping dots the first round in the morning <laughs> of the junior tournament and now you got real problems start shaking two hours so for, for, all right let's let's all jokes aside safety wise let's talk touch on that yeah so if it's if it's turf right like it can go out mm -hmm. it's safe for pets humans as soon as it hits the ground or watered in i mean etc yeah it doesn't i mean it doesn't dissolve right yes yeah, doesn't yeah. dissolve so the safety factor is there and eventually the coating will convert into a, a, an ammonia which basically is back to a natural process if you will so, so i mean dogs can walk on like superintendent's dogs and they don't have to worry about yep, getting yep. in the paws or any of that kind of nonsense and most everything is high grass anyway you know fairways approaches and greens being the exception but because you're doing foliar full foliar right on which the, means on the water slow, on the tighter grass right no, versus granule we, we can you do can a small prill we, yeah Absolutely. we've got we've got greens grade which is a 90 sgn mm -hmm. we've got many prills that are 130 to 150 sgn and you got your granules Go that are to 220 to 240. What's, what's, an, what's an SGN? SGN is a size guide number. Basically, it's a you know think about a BB yep. versus a pinhead, and and the smaller the you know, the SGN is your greens grade materials. It's so a size shot basically. Exactly. It's going into a shot. And you yeah. you can we got nine shot versus three shot. There, there you go. But you can order different size. Absolutely. You can. 
Man, y'all customized the mess out some fertilizer. Let me know what you get yours, and I'll see if it works in my back. I gotta get that soil sample kicking first. We gotta free. think about it in the golf world. They're free. Oh, yeah. You need a plugger. I bet they got a soil plug. You got one of the soil profilers we got here. Got it all. Yeah. We'll we'll ship it back. Got <laughs> <laughs> a shovel. Those are famous last words. There. Oh, yeah, I'll get back onto it next week. Put a soldier credit card as lateral. I told Jim. Kirk you know, I, I did that with my right hand and didn't hit the table. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Got Let's put the hard question on Colby. No, no, no. They both get to answer it, but go ahead. Okay. Because it's going to be dated, and it's going to be decades different, so go ahead. Interesting. Decades (laughs) different. Bet me now or later. Go ahead. They're like, what are these people talking about? Why? Colby probably knows. They know what's coming up. And we're not in a hurry, but go ahead. We got five minutes. We got plenty of time, if they do. Okay. So, out of all the companies, why to choose Howard's? That wasn't the fertilizer. Sorry, that wasn't the question. Go ahead. I'll let Kenny answer first. <laughs> Smart. Well, I think I think the experience. I mean, you look at the wealth of experience that most of the reps from Howard bring. I mean, we're we're old farts, and we've got a lot of experience for 30, 40 years in here. You know, Colby's been in the business for almost 20. I've uh, been in sales for pushing four now, so I think we probably have as much experience as anybody. Most of us were here when the first polymer-coated fertilizers came out. So we have custom formulated and sort of seen the growth of those coatings from their introduction way back when. Uh, the fact that we custom formulate, we're a family-owned business. The, a lot of the things that are important to, I think, our customers are important to Mr. Howard. and So there know, is Mr. Howard. There is Mr. Howard. He's 80-some years old and still goes to work. I won't say every day, but quite frequently. Oh, that's great. And, and he has a house up at uh, Highlands and actually is uh, Brian Steeler's place. Really? And, yes. But now how, how amazing. Small world. <laughs> uh, well, hold on. Before you go into that next one, go ahead and talk about your team. Like, so superintendents out there, especially in the Carolinas, or we've got some friends down in the Florida, and you're pretty much in your market to listen. What are the faces? Who would they recognize? Like, who's on your team well, like, around the area? Who in this area, obviously, you've got you've got me and Colby in the Charlotte, and he's going into Columbia. I get up into the Winston-Salem area. Ed Wheeler in eastern North Carolina. Aubrey Hines in western North Carolina. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Ned Mullis down in the Hilton Head area. Ned, Ned, <laughs> Ned what can you say? And throw uh, me the ball. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, down in Atlanta, you've got uh, Mac Fight, who was with us at Wilbro slash Harold slash Howard. So he's been around for. 30 40 years as well uh and in florida i mean most of those guys have been veterans as well i mean they're down there and have been entrenched down there longer than we've been in atlanta or charlotte we we opened the charlotte up nine years ago and atlanta i think probably 12 or 13 years ago and there's nine or 11 i can't remember distribution centers in florida how long had howard been in the ag business before going into turf specific with y'all they are a family-owned business that started in the late 20s and wow. still a family-owned business, just as several other folks are. Did it start as a fertilizer business or it did it is. morph into it did. something? It yeah. did start as a fertilizer business. Yeah. So they've been on the front edge of everything, like Absolutely. you say, with the coatings and the patents and all those type things. Absolutely. I mean, it's... Okay. Now, I'm sorry. I, uh, go ahead. The video you showed me the other day, was no. that... Whoa, 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 That's whoa, Mr. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Does this work? Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah, that yeah, the other video. Okay. My bad. <laughs> he showed me a Howard. It wasn't my golf swing. Howard, I got you. We were talking about his commercial, and, and was that, that Mr. Howard? That's Mr. Howard. That was the – okay. Mr. Howard, yes. Gotcha. Now, is he this, friends with the guy who started Chick-fil-A? No, nah, I don't think so. I sorry. don't know. Sorry, sorry. But now, his son's, is his son running the company? 
No, Mr. Okay. Howard still does. Okay, okay. Yeah, Dwight Comer, who used to be at Bay Hill, is the president of the company, and he worked with Mr. Palmer for years down at Bay Hill and came over, and he's now president of the company and has been for several years, if you will, a gotcha. couple of years now. But uh, Mr. Howard still comes to work, uh, and, and, you know, he's got two sons and a daughter. Uh, I don't know what the what the end result will be down the road, but, you know, he still comes to work fairly regularly and still active. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to come in and work every day, but he comes when he wants to, and that's fairly frequently. He still gets on yeah. some of our conference calls. Really? Yes. How he about can, the Zoomers? I was about to say he's on the Zoom. Haven't no. seen him on those yet. Ha- haven't, haven't seen him make any of those. I, th- I think he gets the Cliff Notes version at, at the conclusion. God dang! I, I, we had one this morning at nine o'clock for the staff and somebody else, and at nine o two, I was like, "Y'all got it." I'm out. <laughs> I don't do the Zoomers. I don't. I, I had a meeting with the PBI Gordon team for their commercial for you. Yeah. But they're two marketing ladies from Kansas City, and we'd set up a Microsoft team meeting. I assumed it was like a Zoom meeting, so I'm sitting there with my camera on, and they definitely didn't cut their cameras on. And I felt like the idiot because I'm just sitting there looking at the screen the whole time. We're having another Teams meeting. We've had a lot of Zoom and team meetings because all the manufacturers have been shut down and haven't been out visiting, so we've had a wealth of webinars and zoom yeah, and all those early Microsoft order program things. meetings where they Absolutely. come in and they want to meet with you and it's all been over the virtual internet. and you think about like states field day clemson's field day everything's virtual this year so. yeah oh yeah which not, was not, good by the way good for me plug those both those folks they, yeah they did well both of them went well yeah, big house did a good job at clemson well they did a good job filming and turning in sure okay yeah. well just edit it yeah you have nice legs too fine thank you <laughs> <laughs> Guess Tim. it depends on your perspective, right? I need to turn this camera around because Tim throws so many that go right over my head. The good news is they've thrown a few at you, too, that have actually hit you in the head because you were giggling there at them. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about that. So, y'all probably, Colby might have heard the story while they were golfing, but for your benefit, like, he and I worked together for a number of years at the South Carolina Golf Association. One, okay. one year. I thought it was four. It just depends on your sentence. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you must have had a lot of fun. No, they really – because I joined in July of 06, and Tim talking about leaving in October of 07. I said, hold on, we only worked one year together? It felt like forever. But we continued. I volunteered at a number of those junior golf fundraising events that he would have to go work and set up. And so – It felt like we were still working. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so in my mind, we were. But reality is it's probably best we didn't. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I hear you. First car you ever drove. Wait, he didn't get to answer the question. Okay. Why Howard's? Good question. Um, reiterate what Kenny said. Family. I think, you know, customer service is huge in any business, uh, but particularly for folks who might need it quicker or quickly if there's an issue. Um, so I think family, family-oriented business, well, that's what we strive for. Um, so I would probably reiterate on that. With two warehouses in, in Atlanta and Charlotte, you're pretty readily accessible for the Carolinas market. We've got a great staff here, and they can turn and burn pretty quick. The only so. challenge you're going to have is the same thing with everybody else is how, how can we get out east quicker. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, there's just not a high enough demand to centralize a place anywhere unless, like, of seven of y'all time. went together and seven competitors bought one warehouse on 95 somewhere, like Rocky Mount or something or Goldsboro, and everybody just shared it, you know what I mean? But yeah. other well, than that, there's just it'd be tough. And from here, you're 77, 85, you're – 45 minutes from 40 so i mean you've got access east west north south several different directions yeah. so it's it's a it's a convenient and that's probably why you see some of the warehouses based here and raleigh's the same way i mean you you can do the same thing out of raleigh east west north south so well and for y'all 
like as, as long as it takes you to get to a customer is as long as it takes you to make a delivery necessarily if you had to right yeah like i'm sure there's some hey man it's four o'clock in the afternoon colby this man my nematode stuck its head up man i need to get him dead in the morning bring me xyz or something well, we've got four trucks running pretty especially this time of year we'll see we're they're running hard and heavy right now i mean what kind of trucks like 18 wheelers not like our trucks no so. we're hauling 18 20 tons uh well i mean you, you had you watched a truck go in the pond i'm just clarifying okay well that wasn't <laughs> our truck it was a superintendent's <laughs> pickup truck that uh so people need to understand i mean the magnitude of this i mean we're, we're running up and down the roads all the time yeah. you'll see that logo on that truck Constant. because those are your own vehicles you're not leasing to some yeah, and, we, subletting or, and if somebody's in a bind and you know and, and we're able and somebody says hey i thought i had enough xyz chemical to spray but the jug was only half full and i want to spray tomorrow we are close enough that we can come in here and get it and get it to them that afternoon or the next morning, which I think is a is a nice Customer service. service. Customer if, service, if, yeah. If Absolutely. necessary, you know, it doesn't happen often, but for the guy that's spraying tomorrow and needs it, it's important. It's a big deal. Yeah. All right, so can I get pre-emergent? Are you spraying tomorrow? Insecticide, um, fertilizer, all in one prill. It's a little bit more difficult because you got certain labeling requirements, and so you take like labeling. Like out. I'm yes. not allowed to open the bag. Like I can't no, even read you gotta, the label. You know, or the like, EPA registers. Gotcha, you know gotcha. the registration. You know you got a, a, a Ronstar <laughs> label. You got several different percentages, and and so you have to be on that. And then if you put an insecticide on it, that's a different label. So you have some you have some restrictions on what you can do. Just make the whole packaging the label. You know simplicity and just. Put it all in there. Well, that would be something good to do, but it, every time you register a label, it's about twenty five hundred dollars for each label. Gotcha. So that's it gets to be uh, quite quite expensive. And those are not takes it all edible labels. And if yeah. you kept adding stuff that he asked, you would make the pill prill bigger, wouldn't you? Not necessarily well, depends on the active ingredient that you're trying to accomplish. Right? Well, it's a different, a little bit of a different process. Now, the the fertilizer, the prill size is the prill size. Now, when we start sparging, we actually spray that on. <laughs> Uh, to the Hold pool. on. What's sparge? He said splooge. He said sparge. Okay. What's that? Spell it and then explain it. S P A R G E. All right. Could just and basically it. it's just taking the chemical and applying it to the fertilizer. So and, and that's impreg- impregnate, but that has other connotations. So we no, no, use sparge. No, I got you. I got you. We just sparging them things along. That's right. <laughs> You had beans last night, and you sparge along this morning. Dude, I cannot wait for Alan to tweet the word sparge, sparge. at some point in the, in the near future. <laughs> You've got to find the right way to use it, too. I will. I will. We're still rolling here, so we're good. All right, go back to your other question. I'm sorry I interrupted. You're fine. First car you ever drove? The first car I ever drove mm-hmm. was my dad's 57 Studebaker. Nice. Straight drive. Still have it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Nobody. My dad doesn't have his T-Bird no. either. Black? No, it was red. It was red. Three on the tree, baby. And so that's what I learned to drive was that in the driveway out at my grandmother's house. Right. That and a tractor. Um, and my first car was a 65 Chevy 2. So, 65 Chevy what? 2. Oh, I mean, that's the name of the car? Is it 2? Yeah. Chevy 2, yeah. Nova. Chevy 2 Nova. Ah. Oh, man. What was the tractor? International? Ford. It was. Ford tractor. Blue? Gray. Gray and red. Man. Yeah. Old school, man. Old school. Now, why would you have had a tractor? What were you doing? Oh, my. You grew up on a my farm? My grandfather, no, I didn't. My grandfather was a farmer. Uh, my dad, he, he used to 
farm a little bit. He used to do a little bit of bush hog and mowing and, you know, just he would do the backyard gardens around. And I sure. grew up in Burlington, North Carolina, and so he'd do a lot of the backyard gardens for folks in, in town. Was he row cropping or cotton or tobacco, your no. grandfather? Uh, tobacco, yeah. uh, enough food to eat, but basically okay. grew and sold tobacco. Sure. I love it. Colby, your first car? The first car I drove was my dad's 87 Buick Regal station wagon with wood panels. There's your decades difference there. That's <laughs> what I was That's talking about. That was the question I thought we were talking about, yeah. No. First car I owned was a 1988 Hyundai Excel. You had to turn the air conditioner off to go uphill. Like you're, I hear you're you. Growing up in the mountains, you're going up 26 from Greenville to Asheville. You had to turn the AC off for that little puppy. That little extra power. My had little bit extra power. When we went to Vegas going up the Western Continental Divide, you had to turn the air off or you couldn't even get it over 55 to get it up the hill. And the speed limit was like 75, and we were like kids wanting to fly, and we're like flooring it. Fred Flintstone out there trying. And then you hit the top of the divide, you can hit 85 on the way down, shaking like hell. Hey, Dad, are we there yet? Exactly. Big band, Parliament. Well, gentlemen, thank you for having us on short notice. All this happened within four hours, five hours ago, I guess. And I will tell you, um, seriously, that was probably the biggest laugh we've ever had on any episode either. Good. So thank you, Alan, Too for bad that people that. won't hear it. They will never hear that. I do want to say, though, back to the quick question on you were talking about the uh, Carolinas. Yeah. You know, talking to folks this year, especially with the coronavirus, the pandemic that we're in, there's probably not a tighter group that I've been associated with all the way in the beginning of my career back in 88, 89 to now than this year. Yeah. I mean, there's more people reaching out, touching people saying, Hey, how are you? How's your family? You know, Hey, bring me a bag of this, come check this out. You know, so, so it's kudos to all the folks, not only in the Carolinas golf course, Superintendent association, but the STMA as well. Yeah. And, and, and folks out there that we deal with, it's pretty neat to see the camaraderie of everybody come together in a tough time so it's it's all good everybody out there look since we started talking about it, i told alan it's always been about the people right That's and exactly. and so my summation has been and it's probably a little mantra we'll carry through this year's conference that we're going to try that y'all are going to help partner with us on is um people need people that's right just dumb it down all well, the different reasons that go with it we're in a pandemic yeah. all the inherent things that come with people needing people hugs love right. service attention caring emotion venting so I appreciate you bringing that up, Absolutely. man. Because I think it's important, and, and I do think that's what sets us apart. And y'all may not write a single order at the conference and show in November, but you still come and you support us because the people are going to be there. And those are the relationships where you get to see everybody and you get to go. Family reunion. Carry on throughout yeah. the year and write your business. And So what about you, man? You got any closing thoughts you want to throw out to the world or anything? We, well, we really I go back to hopes. somebody that's old enough who remembers the old light beer commercials and marvelous Marv Thornberry. I still don't know why y'all asked me to be on this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Colby said you had a bunch of stories, but I told Alan the thing is, you know, that mower sound can only go off but so many times um, in an episode. But uh, well, I do know where a lot of skeletons are buried because I did help dig some of the holes where they're in. So. Nice. I bet he probably knows where that sand pro is right now too. So on our new episode of Off the Mic, we take Kenny to the bar and get the good stories. Oh, I hear you. Well, I ain't cheap, but I can't be had. <laughs> I got two brown bags sitting right behind them, Big Al, so I say we can get right to it. Shriners, it's time to party. Hey, but um, let's close with a big thanks to y'all and what you have done for a number of people in the Carolinas, um, especially the members and throughout with um, not only the, the, the food services, as, as we alluded to earlier, but, you know, the technical and the family support that's always there, you know, with your customers. And I think it means a lot. And so um, 
thanks for allowing us the time Absolutely. to come Glad see to y'all today to tell a few more people about it and even educate Big Al and I on um, monoprils and prills and Cust- bu- custom fertilizer. Custom prills custom and fertilizer. big prills and little prills. And key so we can go out there and get a dude, bags for you. I've been over here with a file getting my key ready to cut some bags this afternoon. Hey, Alan, Chufa. It starts with a C. Just that, look for Chufa. Is that the way you right there? There you go, Tim. Right that door. Can you not smell that? I still don't know what Chufa is. It's a seed. Turkeys love it. Okay. And we need to have it planted a month ago for next spring y'all sell chufa uh, no okay <laughs> they're like no nah, he can keep talking Stuff about we it we sell but. pearl turkeys won't make it back <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, yeah no 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 no, no. <laughs> they'll make it to the dinner table that's <laughs> exactly uh, y'all think i'm kidding but i'm gonna find some ddt back there <laughs> tanner I right? you won't. <laughs> he had to get in real quick he's like hold on we got the lawyers involved again <laughs> where can you buy tanner right any gun store yeah or you can go to academy go to academy how you can get it at walmart still yeah but the problem is is you gotta have. I mean, that seems it's, a little it's dangerous. Tough to find anything these days with what's going on in the world. I got you. I got you. Very so cool. here, I'll close with this. Um, Rob Daniel, our podcast inventor, mm-hmm. right? So like back in April, we were texting back and forth and like, how's the family and what do y'all? You know, like you just mentioned, right? Yeah. Everybody's just keeping yeah. up. And I distinctly remember flipping a text back to him saying, "If you're not picking up three boxes of shells every time you're getting a gallon of milk at the store, you're wrong." Mm-hmm. And he laughed at me. And so he was going to take his family shooting this weekend, and he made a comment about not having enough ammo to maybe get through the weekend. And I was like, you remember what I told you back in April when it was still around and you could have. But shotgun shells now are so easy to find versus other ammo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We don't need to hear this. (laughs) Well, it is dove season, so that's what he's talking about. And pearl size is based on shot size. That's right. That's what he meant. I'm firing BBs over here. You're actually. Hey, who who are you pulling for Sunday, by the way? I'm a Chase Elliott guy in general. I'm really more anti-Kyle Bush, more anti even Denny Hamlin. Did you did you get the memo BYOP? Bring your own poncho. <laughs> it rained last year with Tay. If it rains, Colby's in the truck. That's it. <laughs> the Krieger Actually, family might be down the pits under a awning. Uh, yeah, my wife will be right there with you. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to tell you is this: just call him like three days in advance and ask him where to meet. Don't try and do it. Like within the hence why he's forwarding the tickets to me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean for the tailgate I'll and all see that. You in the seat. Oh, oh. Wait, um, had that been an option, Colby, <laughs> I might be going with y'all this weekend. Not as dumb as I look there. God dang, you, the experience is exuding from you. You earn your gray way better than me, apparently. Yes. Gentlemen, thank you all for letting us be. Thank here. you guys pulling weeds. Appreciate you. Buy you some Howard fertilizer. BYOP. Bring your own poncho. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed our time with uh, those two boys that are probably good and drunk by now. Since we didn't have any logoed stuff, we had to take them some liquor. Nothing like walking in. I will tell you this, though. So one of our clients, and I'm not going to mention him, but he's important. But he is one of our big supporters. Um, taught me a long time ago in a previous job as a fundraiser that if you're going to go in asking for money. You need to carry some candy with you. Okay. okay, little boy, you going to go ask a big man for money? You need to carry some candy. Huh. And I never understood until he said, I mean, logoed items. And he was a big logo guy, and so he'd always give me logoed stuff because right. we didn't necessarily have the budget to buy logoed items. Yeah. So as a fundraiser, it was a bit challenging to go raise money without logoed items and things to give, et cetera, right? Right. So anyhow, um, I find myself, oh, I don't know, almost 20 years later walking into that man's office that his son's now running with a box of cakes the other day saying you took the cakes i took the cakes nice oh why'd you bring us all cakes because i'm fixing to ask y'all for money (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, if you see Tim coming with something, you better run. So I rolled up in there with 36 of them little mun- mini bunt cakes, you know, from uh, oh, wow. Nothing Bunt Cakes. Have you seen that place? No, but my wife. Oh, my gosh. Talk to me about something like that. Oh, yeah. So I, I called Brian when I'm done, our president, right? And I'm like, hey, man, I spent 135 bucks on cake. He's like, for what? I said, I sold a sponsorship for X number of dollars. He's like, oh, best investment you made today. Did I get a cake? I was like, no, they won't be they won't be any good by the time you get here. But So anyways, um, I don't remember what took me down that road on that story. What were we talking about? I really don't know. Anyhow, I'm walking you. in with a gift and uh, oh yeah, with how this episode started with the liquor. Oh yeah, we took him liquor. Yeah, because we we couldn't go into a podcast right saying empty-handed. Yeah, yeah. So we took him something. Right. Uh, thanks. You circled it back for me and our listeners. Hopefully, you did not we, but thank you for yeah. No, and that, so that makes sense, right? And so we took him liquor because we didn't have any logoed hats or right anything along those lines because production is a little held up from. The normal places yeah. where you'd get logoed hats from, right? Right. Because um, we don't slander anybody on this show. Um, so anyhow, um, just production's a little bit challenged. So when we get some, you. we'll fill them back in. But um, I guess we got to get to the box, right? You yeah. keep looking at it, man. I do. I Give them the descriptions. Tell them what they're so looking at. Is, like, what's the size? I mean, what are we looking at here? Four by four or five by five box, roughly. Go. Well, let's go six by six. I'm going to, I want to get, Oh, can you shake it? Look at that. Oh, it's written. Oh, look, it's on the bottom. That's the deal. Yeah, Dan Fran. That's his new name. Dan Fran. Dan Fran. Don't 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 read the address. No. Good handwriting though. Not bad. So we open it this side up. I would think so, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. here we go. So everybody, um I'm gonna guess is... a mug or a flask. feel it. No, feel it. There's no mug in there. Fla- no, that's too light to be a flask. There ain't no mug. There ain't no flask. Let's see it. So um do we know why this happened? I don't. Did you see his tweet Sunday yesterday? About? The the new hat? Yeah. And the rare burgers? I didn't see the burgers. It was like this hat's rare like the burgers? Oh, uh, okay. It was know. the White Bison Hunt Club hat? Yeah, I did see that hat. Yeah, I sent him that. Oh. Yeah. It's a special lid. So was, if you know, you know. It's one of them kind of deals, right? So he knows. Well, obviously, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. No. <laughs> no. So, but Dan knows. So... But, Since he knows, but he's just apparently out. sending me something back. Whoa. Oh. Who loves you? Go team. I even got a note on the I ain't never go. done a flap note, man. You that, get, look, folks, take notes here. If you're listening to the podcast, he, can you take a picture of that? Should you tweet that? Probably should. Should that be a tweet next week? He just, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh. That didn't hold on. That is a good surprise. You open up the box and there's a handwritten note on the inside. Perfect. All right. That right. could even be a little lead-in as to uh, what to listen to. With another to. handwritten, actual oh handwritten gosh, note. another note. Well, you know how this works, right? You got to... Do y'all hear Tim gushing over there? I mean, You got to read the note, dude. You can't just open the package, right? But you're going to read it quietly, and that's going to be the worst radio ever. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. You hear that, folks? He he's, dropped a poker chip in there. all in. Uh, it's my turn to ship you something fancy. Damn it. Oh, we can't read the rest. Hope this treats you well for fall turkey hunting. It's deer season, Bo. Let's see what we got. It's got to be a glass. Uh, oh, it's in a wrapper, and now it's in a fancy plastic bag. A golf shop bag. Dude, did you so-call this or what? Is it a flask? <laughs> oh! Wow, Wildwood Golf Club. Dude, that is... Danny, thank you. Public, yeah. public, thank you, sir. Look, it's even got one of them little... It's got a nipple on it. No, that's... <laughs> that's so you can fill it. Oh. Uh, Without... That's for slow drinking folk right there. You'll just take that and stick it on there. <laughs> no, that's for, 
Oh, yeah, that's a fancy one there. That is definitely going tomorrow. Good job, Mr. Francis. I'm sure we'll be filled with Crown Royal. Uh, Like, sooner than later, my man. Because, yeah. you know, this whole new conference comes to you thing, right? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you the best part about it, Alan? What? So, like, we haven't made all these announcements yet, so it's kind of hard for me to tell, right? But I think I might have tweeted this morning that there's potentially 22 states so far that pesticide credits will be available in. Wow. And so there's still a few more coming, right? And that's just from the last couple of weeks talking with different chapters around the country and basically providing them an education platform and a revenue opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, dude, when you add up everybody who's partnered with us, I think we're at either 11 or 12 time zones. Do you know how many wow. five o'clocks that is? How many time zones are there? Well, I would say probably 24 if there's a day, but I'm just guessing. <laughs> so there's one for every hour. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing, Alan. But my point is this. When you go, it's like right now, what time is it? It's 1230. Yeah. So what time is it on the West Coast? 930. Hawaii. I don't really Keep know. Keep going three more. Three okay. more. Go back. Yeah, yeah, 630. 630. Yeah. All right. What time is it in London? I don't know. What time is it here again? Go ahead. Let's start. 1230. So at six. Okay. The other way. 630. PM. Yeah. So it's five right. o'clock somewhere right now. There are 24 times yeah, Sorry, I'm glad y'all. God dang. I hope y'all have enjoyed this episode of Big Al getting learnt on, not only from the agronomy and pill creation, pril, many prill customizations, but also um, time zones, folks. Just welcome to the real world, Al. Yep. I never, like, you're 40-something, right? To be honest, I never thought about time zones other than ours. But you realize. I mean, I'd, to an extent. On. How old are you? 43, Richard Petty. He was the king. He is the king. A little bit more knowledge, and we'll call you the king, big dude. Uh, yeah. It's been a learnt-up month so far for Big Al. <laughs> I will say, we're going to – yeah, we sounded like idiots earlier. Well, we did until now, and now I'm going to sound like a genius knowing that there's 24 time zones and you didn't. True. You redeemed yourself. I went further down the list. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, gosh. Dan, are there any blue and red pills in this box for Alan to pick one to take for the rest of the day today? <laughs> I don't even know what a blue or red pill is. I know what a blue from pill is. From the Matrix. I, has got I haven't seen that. Folks, at least he'd seen Short Circuit. All right. So, um, I noticed no Johnny Five here. No, we're not recording us. Dan, thank you. Again, Flask, super cool. I'm not going to tweet about it. You know why? Because Alan's going to tweet about it. Pulling weeds will. Pulling weeds is going to tweet about it. Do you want a picture of the Flask to go with the box? Yeah, I think you probably should. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's the chip? So I guess all of the supers now are hey, winding down. Should we just, it's P.O. Box 210, Liberty, South Carolina, <laughs> 29657. You're going to address it to Big Al or Tim. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. So, yeah, I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> if you can before you leave, that'd be great. You're a lot taller than me. Yeah. So anyway, seriously, folks, um, it's P.O. Box 210, Liberty, South Carolina, 29657. If you'd like to mail us anything that you'd like for us to open on air to give you some free plugs for your golf course, like T-shirts maybe. I love golf course T-shirts. Yeah. Should we do a week of tees maybe? Like selfies from golf course T-shirts? How many you got? I don't have that many. I know you got one, two. I can think of maybe three. Then that'd be the three I have Oh, that you're all involved with. Oh. Caledonia, U.S. Women's Open. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. And then we almost died getting that shirt. Imagine if our timing was a little bit off. Yeah. Uh, I don't we'd have got that. hit. Guaranteed if we'd have been in that shop, it'd have hit the shop. Right. Probably so. I mean, Probably just, so. Yeah. All right. Well, look, folks, it's been a great day. Um, can't thank you enough. 
Big Al, thanks for coming up. Thank you. Appreciate your time being up in the upstate today, especially with what you were doing for us this morning. Um, if anybody's got any questions about the conference concept, give us a holler. Hopefully it'll be out in the newsstands here within the next seven to ten days and registration open maybe even as early as next week, Big Al. I'm going, to throw, I'm going off script here. Uh-oh. Real quick, giving a shout-out here at the end. To who? Dave Balicki. Do you know Dave? Turf guy 52 on Did Instagram. Did you say it the right way? I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Balecki. Okay. Uh, he's up north. He's at uh, Drumlin's Country Club. Maybe in New York. Anyway, Turf Guy 52. Good Instagram follow. If he's got a fixed irrigation head, he'll jump down in there and explain the process. I don't know why I enjoy watching it so much, but I do. And he's off the wall, crazy. You never know what you're going to get. So if you're looking for a good Instagram follow, Turf Guy 52. Wait, 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 wait. So this is all about irrigation fixes and jumping no, he's, in a hole? he's an assistant superintendent, and they have two courses, a public course and private course. But he, he will, if he has to do something, he will just document it with his phone on an Instagram story. All right, well, hold on a second. Here's what we're fixing to do then. We're plugging people right now? That's cool. That, nah, yeah. nah, nah. Let's plug some folks. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. All right, here, let's just read it out loud. Hold on, let me find it. And then Dave didn't know I was going to say that. That's just me. Yeah, and Mike didn't know he was going to get this either. Okay. So I'm going to show you this video, Al, and maybe we can put it on Twitter. It's already been on Twitter, but watch that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's your yard. All right, so here's how it starts. The the, the text is at 714. I think I recorded it. I can look. Hold on, hold on. This will, everybody should giggle a little bit out of this because I'm going to give them a good visual on how this all went down. Um, okay, the video is at 706 a.m., so at approximately 704 a.m., I'm going to the bathroom. Okay. I just woke. Right. To which I hear a frantic woman's voice saying, I don't mean to bother you, but you need to get outside. Can you hurry up? You need to get outside. Which was Stacy. Well, yeah, Unless you I mean, had another. No, no. I mean, okay. I'm at the house, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah here we yeah. go. Thank you. I was just, here we go. So, gotcha. Sorry. That wasn't. Yeah. Terrible interjection <laughs> for the story there. It wasn't Kristen. How about that? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. This is Sunday morning before Labor Day. Can you hurry up? Really? Seriously? I'm like. Yes, I'll be right there. Relax. Right, right. So I stroll to the front door, and that video I just showed you is going off. I'm guessing 30 feet probably in the air. Yeah. About six inches from the main valve box of where the water comes into the whole the home house. from right, right. the city. But it's on our side, of course, right? And so turns out what it is um, is that for construction, they had just put a little T in there and put a spigot up. And so they just cut it and put a shark bite on the end, right? That's like the, the end of all this, right? Okay. How you fix it. Yep. But I don't know that. It's 7 o'clock in the morning, and I have a geyser shooting on Sunday morning, and I don't have a valve key. Right. So the text as I'm leaving the house to go to our local Bulldog golf course yep. to get the valve water key because he was luckily at work. Right. Just random shout out to my man Mike Pitts. Okay. Mike is the guy whose team installed the house. Okay landscapes that's all they do for okay. golf courses okay so we called in a favor so mike is getting this plug nice the text says y'all work on sunday i woke up to this and i sent him the video yikes i don't have anyone in today but i will get it asap were you at least able to get the water cut off nope going to get a key from chuck now right. also i've called the city water thanks though it is going to have all of you if it is going to have all of your water cut off house let me know. I will try and round up some help to get it fixed. It is water to the house. Connolly said he can come by later and help to get it back up. 
I was able to get the key and turn it off. If not, I'll ring you. Thanks. Well, I don't mind coming, so just let me know. I'm at the office now and can get parts together if needed. I don't know what's needed. It looks to me like there's a pipe sticking up just to the right of the valve box. It looks like a cap or something should be on it. <laughs> His reply, I'll be there in about an hour. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so then I send him pictures, and then he, he sends back. That may actually be the city's line and et cetera. And so he shows up, and long story short, yeah, I mean, we just needed to end up cutting that T-section completely out and just put it. So it's fixed. Oh, man, I, I show up. Uh, so, yeah, so Sunday morning by 10, Mike's already been there, been to Lowe's, back, fixed. We're going to leave the hole because he's got to play golf at one. He's in Greenwood. He's an hour away. Uh, so he's come to my house now, yeah. go back over to Star Fort uh, to play golf yeah. at one. Right. And so he calls me Tuesday morning and says, hey, man, we're going to be up at Fox Run doing those collars huh. when we were over at Patton's place. Yeah. I had no idea that it, Mike was doing all that work. That's funny. And we were over at Chris's the same yeah. day. Anyways, um, and so – this is a big long shout out for Mike. And then the crew, he sends a guy over Tuesday afternoon. I'm not around. And when I come pulling back in, everything is replaced like it looked brand new. And what company is Mr. Pitts with? Environmental Landscaping Incorporated. There you go. EliteTurf.com or E-L-I-Turf.com. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Mike Pitts. Good man. And he's the one that I sent that thing out on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. You saw when he had his son and he took a picture yes. of him and family stuff. Yep. And I said, yep. if we're all lucky enough to be half that man. That's him, and then, of course, that happens. So, well, shout-outs all done for today, right? You got any more? No, no. I just think that uh, I'm, now that I'm sitting here looking at the stuff from Dan, you definitely got a bromance kicking. Oh, no. There's no, no, hey, no, you can't deny you it. You can't have an out-of-state bromance. You oh, can't yes, have an interstate can. bromance. Yes, you can. Are you jealous? No, I'm happy. I'm glad you got one. Hold on. Let me go see if I got something in my office I can give you before you leave today. No, no. Oh, I'm, you gift me stuff all the time. I'm good. I'm just... You've been, uh, you've been eyeballing that flask for a couple minutes a nice, now. Don't touch it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice flask, though. Dude, it's, that's I thought hot, it was like a Coleman one you got at Walmart until I flipped no. it over. I mean, that's a fancy one from the club. Yeah, that's a high end. Oh, wait. Tempercraft. Are we giving more plugs? We might, might as well. Nope. That's made in some other country. We didn't plug them at all. All right. Well, I want to say. Uh, Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you guys a lot. Thank you to Alan. Shout out whoever that guy was that is into irrigation. Dave. <laughs> Turf guy 52. <laughs> TGI 5217 What about Afro Man? We never found him from Country no. Charleston. The Boston Fro? Was it Boston Fro it or Fro Boston? Something like that, yeah. Man, I still got my selfie with him. Uh, he had some good hair going that day. Thank y'all for listening. And uh, I don't know who we got coming up first of the month, but we'll have somebody. I do. Tim Flanagan. Let's check him out, folks. There you go. Oh. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast. <laughs>